Hello everyone. Welcome to a, uh, another talk. I'm going to um, discuss a little bit about um, melodic structures. Uh, if you've watched some of my older member videos, you may have seen some of these uh, melodic structures and things talked about. So I'll just talk a little bit about the basic idea there on that. Um, so let's say you have a chord change or a chord, say like C, C major, something like that. So you could come up with, let's say, a four, four note sort of pattern to kind of sit on there. So what I've got here is a C major triad, and then to add a little stepwise motion in there, we have the nine or the D. Okay, and then when you you know go through this, then you can play. different inversions of that and what what happens is um, you you can have well you can negotiate sort of difficult chord changes let's say so or or chord changes that are are kind of rapid you might say so if you have um, if you have a chord change like A series of chord changes like that, um, then you can kind of work with those and maybe play one of those melodic structures on each one. And then um, when you're moving from one chord to the next, sort of in a melodic way, then you can choose, let's say, a nearby note so that you can um, you can kind of move um, somewhat stepwise between between the chord changes. It's, it's just one option, of course. But um, so let's um, let's look at that. So let's say so these are a couple of changes from from well. How about we take autumn leaves for example? Okay, in E minor. So so you would maybe start. We'll start with. Um, first inversion of that melodic structure of A minor. Okay, so then you kind of see where you end up and then you might uh, move from there on the next uh, next chord change. So maybe play um, something like that on the D. So we have Check out what that sounds like. So, all right, let's move it up, up an octave. So, um, I'll play um, again from here. So, okay, down to that same note, sharp. So. Okay. 
So you can see how that can kind of connect things. So you might take um, the the last note, and you can do this activity really with with any um, anything you're doing stepwise, doing bebop kind of scales and stuff. But anything that you're doing there, where you take this is the last note that you're using on a on a change. Let's say let's say it's A on the D seven. So then you might play uh, on the G. Melodic structure there. Okay. So Okay. And then you're kind of weaving together um a melody that is um, relatable to to the chords. Um, so when you take the uh, inversions of melodic structure, so let's kind of go back to that C chord, then you have the C that be root position. The second inversion would start with the D. Okay, and then the third inversion would start with the E. And then, so first inversion, second inversion, did I say second inversion? Okay, third inversion. Okay, let's start with the G. So you just go in order of the notes and then, then you're an octave above that. So they end up sounding a little bit similar to what you might play on um, uh, if you were to use pentatonic type scales on some of these changes. But one of the um, particular differences that, that I find is that it's, it's, gonna, it's going to um, present a, a different interval, not an interval that you can't necessarily play with the pentatonics, but because you're limiting yourself to four notes, um, you're going to end up with um, a fourth if you play kind of in order of the notes. Um, <clears throat> you're gonna end up with a fourth at, at some point, especially with the inversion, so. Right, so you can see, you got the last two notes, that's a perfect fourth, so. Okay. Okay, so still have that in there. Okay, so it kind of opens things up a little bit. The pentatonic scales already sound um, pretty, pretty open as well. Okay. So with um, with these um, shapes, and I, I've talked about this in other talks, um, um, you can do qu quite a few things. You can take, let's say, um, well, just to give a little background on it, so if it's a major chord, you can do what we're doing. Take take the triad itself, and then place a a note kind of in between. And then, of course, you can play them in different orders and things. So, and then typically a minor, you have a minor triad with a fourth sitting in the middle. 
the four or the nine, depending on the major or minor. Now with the major, you know, that can that's pretty compatible with six nine chords, the dominant chords, the nine. Um, so pretty much uh, major chords are dominant, and then minor, minor seven type chord. Now when you get into, let's say a dominant seventh chord that has a flat nine, then you can alter that nine a little bit. So we're just bringing that D down a half step. So. All right, so then we get, um, get something that can kind of work for that situation. So let's say we keep keep on going with uh, um, uh, autumn leaves. So we have at some point we have this uh, sharp minor seven flat five to the B seven. Now the melody. has a, a natural nine. So so I'm just thinking about that melodic structure there that we talked about. So that would fit that B7. But you might say, well, I kind of like the sound of flat nine on, on that while improvising. So, um, so then you could you can flatten that and you have a melodic structure with that. Right. So moving kind of backwards in the progression there, sharp minor seven flat five. So what to do about that with melodic structures? So you you can take the the minor melodic structure that we talked about earlier and just lower the fifth. these different in intervals or inversions of it that we can that we can use and, and lay out so um, the reason for using uh, those inversions well they're probably a couple and um, let me know if you have more reasons but um, essentially the contour of the line so that just the the different intervals so it might get a little bit Bland to play um, root root three eleven five every time you play. So you're you're you know sound like um, on all the all the chord changes. So that's gonna start. It's gonna work, but it's um, you know you want to have some variety in there. So we can you know, mix things up. Right. And and um, try some different contours on it so it does everything doesn't kind of have the same sound. Um, so the intervals will will vary. And then um, like I mentioned earlier, another advantage to doing that is to um, connect your lines and get things 
moving uh, fairly smoothly from one thing to the next. So we could think, okay, well, what's um, what are the notes available on that next melodic structure, and what might we want to choose to 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 move to? And so, um, choosing something that sort of stepwise motion can help us kind of connect our lines, um, and of course we could jump around for for effect and all that. All right, everybody. So, um, so those are some ideas there on um, inversions for uh, melodic um, structures. Let me know if you need any additional kind of help on this, or if you really like this talk, um, maybe I'll expand on it. Um, like I said, I've got a lot of um, videos and talks on that um, as well, so I can kind of point you in that direction too. All right, well, again, hope you have a great practice session. If you're checking this out on the um, podcast, uh, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel and joining the uh, YouTube member area. This is a video available to uh, YouTube members of uh, lessons and talks or higher. Um, so this is a fairly regular um, live stream uh, talk, and I have a few different types of uh, categories. Uh, for the talks that are all available. All right, we'll have a great day, great practice session, and I'll see you in the next one.